President Nicolas Maduro said dozens more were captured and eight men killed. Ahí llevan detenido, rendido y sometido por la ley de Venezuela. Maduro said the men planned to enter Venezuela on its northern coast and make their way to Caracas, where they would attempt to kidnap him. Many reports about the footage characterized it as the aftermath of an attempted but failed coup against the current Venezuelan government. But the U.S. State Department called this footage propaganda. In a statement to Business Insider, a spokesperson called it scripted, coordinated, and staged by the illegitimate Maduro regime. Something had gone terribly wrong. Business Insider spoke to Luke Denman's brother, Mark, along with the U.S. State Department and other key figures to try and understand what happened in May and what happens next. 1,700 hours, a daring amphibious raid was launched from the border of Colombia deep into the heart of Caracas. This is the man behind the mission, Jordan Goudreau, also a former U.S. Green Beret and founder of a private security firm called Silver Core USA. Goudreau reportedly planned the mission known as Operation Gideon that led to the two Americans being captured, but his whereabouts are currently unknown. We manage risk. Anywhere, anytime, any situation. In this promotional video from Silver Core's Instagram, Goudreau is presented as an athletic, adventurous, very patriotic soldier for hire. Born in Canada, Goudreau eventually became a U.S. citizen and joined the Army Special Forces. He served for about 15 years, and during that time, he met Luke Denman and Aaron Barry. He was their, uh, from what I understand, their superior officer and um, heavily respected guy that had a lot more time in than they did. After his service, Goudreau founded Silver Corps USA in 2018. In February 2019, Goudreau was reportedly hired to work security at a concert event on the border of Venezuela and Colombia. He posted this video to Silver Corps' Instagram account with the caption, Venezuela Aid Live, controlling chaos on the Venezuela border, where a dictator looks on with apprehension. The dictator in question seems to be Maduro. We're here to urge all nations to support the democratic aspirations of the Venezuelan people as they try to free themselves from former President Maduro's illegitimate mafia state. Opposition parties in Venezuela have long claimed that Maduro's 2018 presidential election did not meet international democratic standards. Which is where Juan Guaido's name comes in. The time is now to support the Venezuelan people, to recognize the new democratic government led by interim president Guaido and end this nightmare. Guaido, the president of the National Assembly, claimed the title of interim leader in January 2019. And political bodies, including the European Union, the Lima Group, and the U.S. government, recognized the 37-year-old opposition leader as the legitimate president of Venezuela. And Guaido's team was looking for ways to get Maduro out. At home with Robert, retired burger and family man. Setting up Simply Safe is so easy. You could do it blindfolded. What? 
though, Brancy and Wade all say, okay, everything is over the table. And under the table, too. Juan Jose Rendon, otherwise known as J.J. Rendon, worked as an advisor to Juan Guaido. So when they say that, and they say, okay, explore everything, we explore uh, different scenarios of use of force. Jordan Goudreau was working on one such scenario of his own. A few months after posting this video, Goudreau traveled to Bogota, where he met Cleaver Alcala, a former Venezuelan army general. This is a person who was one of the generals close to uh, Chavez when Chavez was president. This is Juan Cruz, a former member of the National Security Council who served as a special assistant to President Trump. When Maduro comes on the scene, there's a falling out. That wasn't uncommon. He was one of the individuals that was too often associated with saying out loud that he wanted to displace or overthrow Maduro. The Associated Press reported that Alcala said he had a training camp with a few dozen men in Colombia. And Goudreau said Silver Corps could train them. So he sought the backing of Guaido's government, which led him to J.J. Rendon. With Jordan, he asked to have a moment to pitch his company. He said that he was in contact with the Venezuelans in Colombia. And uh, they were in touch and they were planning something. Rendon said Goudreau told him the cost of the mission itself would be covered by a secret group of backers, and that upon completion, he wanted a payment of $212 million. He said that he has this plan and that he has these people and that he has backers. Interesting. Who are they? No, I cannot reveal to you. Okay. But if you have a big backers with a big army ready to go, we want to know about it. And we want that to be aligned or at least under the supervision of our government. That's when Rendon began to grow suspicious. Those was enough red flags to back off. So we sit and say, look, my friend, we are not moving with that. Rendon said he and Guaido's government cut all ties with Goudreau, paying him only $50,000 for any expenses and to wash their hands clean. It was like, let's get out of this. Oh, my expenses. Okay, there you go. How much you spent? 43500 Okay, in case you've missed something, I will give you 50000 But preparations at the camp in Colombia continued with the help of the two former Green Berets. Here's Luke Denman's older brother, Mark. Luke saying this is a U.S. government-backed operation back in February the 2nd. We interviewed Mark via Skype on June 15th. What he told me, he was training Venezuelans in Colombia and had no intention of going to Venezuela at all. But obviously, that's not what happened. At 1,700 hours, a daring amphibious raid was launched the same day Goudreau posted this video announcing the mission had launched, the Venezuelan government released its footage of an operation that had seemingly been thwarted by Maduro's security team. Global media covered the story like something out of a Hollywood movie. Headlines like Bay of Piglets 
and Keystone Coup portrayed the captured Americans as wannabe heroes who led a botched operation that one writer described as something out of a bad Rambo movie. Three times it asked me if I want commercial or not, and three times I said no. Did it change? No. But according to Luke Dinman's brother Mark, what you can see in the footage raised red flags. Yeah. I mean, the guy was arrested in shorts and a t-shirt with his passport and driver's license on him. And I know that people like to have a lot of fun with that. But if you can kind of look at this realistically, um, all of these guys are guys that have gone on many combat missions with combat loads and, and combat gear. I don't think that he suddenly thought that going into combat in shorts, t-shirt, no shoes, with his passport on him and no weapon was a good idea. It, it doesn't really add up. No necesitamos mercenarios extranjeros. In a statement, Guaido denied any involvement I and said the operation Guido was infiltrated and financed by the Maduro administration. Nadie cree en sus mentiras. And a key event that occurred over a month before supports the idea that Operation Gideon was, in fact, infiltrated. On March 23rd, more than a month before the capture, Venezuela's government announced that $500,000 worth of weapons were seized en route to a training camp in Rio Hacha, Colombia. During this press conference, the Minister of Communication and Information also identified the three Americans involved in the camp. This means the Venezuelan government was not only aware of a plot to oust Maduro, but it also knew exactly who was involved. U.S. prosecutors then indicted Cliver Alcala on drug trafficking charges, and he turned himself in to U.S. authorities. Things started to, to collapse a little. When he's removed from the scene, you and I probably would have taken a step back and reevaluated what we had and, and, and planned for another, you know, for plan B or plan C. In this case, uh, it appears that Goudreau hey, and others that were still associated with decided that they were going to move forward. One reason the operation okay. continued to move forward may have been the $15 million reward offered by the U.S. government for information leading to Maduro's arrest. And so, without Guaido's support, without Alcala, and with the Maduro administration well aware of the plan, Guaido's team continued forward, only to be captured. There are probably three possibilities, and I would say probably all three come into play. One is bad operational security, known as OPSEC, right? People probably writing emails and having phone conversations and calling back home. Second is, you know, deliberate infiltrations or penetrations where you, ahead of time, move somebody to appear to be part of the group who, in reality, was sent there by the bad guys to keep a finger on the, on the pulse. Lastly, there are those that might be victimized in this, right? You can certainly imagine where there would be uh, one of these guys and, and somebody on the other end of Venezuela sends him a picture of his grandmother with a 9 millimeter in her mouth. And these guys say, hey, you either tell us what you're up to or, or else. It's unclear when and where these men were intercepted by Venezuelan security forces and at what stage of planning they were at. 
you know, clearly the point is that what these guys were doing was known to elements of the regime. One thing that's certain, Goudreau was not with Barry and Denman when they were captured. And meanwhile, Venezuelan state TV released footage of the two Americans. What were the objectives of the mission? Giving what the government called confessions. Obtaining specific uh, targets and uh, to, I think, get Maduro. Tell me about the, the instructions that Jordan Woodrow gave to you. The, the only instructions that I received from Jordan was to ensure that we took uh, control of an airport for safe passage for Maduro. What we're calling a confession video, I mean, we're acting like this is somebody that was read their Miranda rights. I don't think those confession videos are their own words. They're kind of being prompted, they're heavily edited. Being held in some unknown environment and reading off a script, essentially, on what it is they're confessing to. My responsibilities to Silvercore are written in a contract. The so-called confession videos released by Maduro's government also feature a document with Guaido's name on it. Uh, signed by Juan Guaido, Jordan Goudreau, and uh, Juan Rendon. But Rendon maintains that he only signed an exploratory agreement and questions the validity of Guaido's signature on the document shown. Who commands Jordan? President Donald Trump. From what he understood, this was a U.S. government-backed operation. His, his uh, very trusted friend um, brought him in on it. It was for a cause he believed in. Although Luke Denman may have believed the mission had the support of the U.S. government, the State Department flatly denies it. There was no U.S. government uh, direct involvement in this operation. Uh, if we'd have been involved, it would have gone differently. Trump also disavowed any U.S. involvement in the plot. We just heard about it, uh, but whatever it is, we'll let you know. But it has nothing to do with our government. Huh. Amid all of this, Mark Denman says it has become almost impossible to hire legal support for his brother, since the United States doesn't recognize Maduro's government as legitimate. I'm supposed to work through the legal process. However, because of the situation in Venezuela, there is no legal process to work through. So that's, that's the catch-22 of it. That process doesn't exist, and how are they lawfully detained by a government you don't recognize? Why did you train irregular groups as a special force to invade Venezuela? I believe that it was helping their cause. Luke is a strong guy. He's mentally strong, he's physically strong, he's been through training for exactly this kind of thing. And we're confident that he can handle what, what he's going through. And we're doing everything we can to get him back. This interview was recorded on June 15th. On August 8th, his brother Luke and Aaron Barry were sentenced to 20 years in prison. In a statement to Business Insider, the U.S. State Department said, We are aware of reports of the continued detention of two U.S. citizens in Venezuela and are in contact with their families. In the meantime, Alcala remains in U.S. custody and is reportedly cooperating with authorities. A federal investigation is looking into Goudreau on suspicion of arms trafficking 
and Goudreau is also wanted in Colombia. He did not respond to Business Insider's requests for comment. And on September 3rd, Colombian authorities announced the arrest of four Venezuelan nationals. On allegations, they conspired to plan the operation, with President Ivan Duque noting the allegations that Maduro financed it. If that's true, these events in May on the Venezuelan coast could have been orchestrated by Maduro's regime, building a narrative that tightens his grip on... So here's the problem. 48% of Americans Another, uh... aren't invested in the stock market. And 57% of Americans can't cover a $500 emergency expense. Here's how Acorns can help. Every time you make a purchase, Acorns will round it up to Venezuela. And Denman and Barry may have just been pawns in all of it. How were they pawns? I don't understand that. That's it. There's nothing else. Failed coup. Disastrous failed coup. That's very confusing. I'm not really sure. Um, let me go ahead and back this up separately. So doesn't get uh, 